Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good evening and welcome to Sinister Asylum. Brings in poetic hysteria. What does that mean? Just get fucking nuts. Uh, do whatever you want. Except for... No, 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 no. Except for hardcore erotica. Uh, actually, any erotica. Uh, I see we have a couple people. Stan, the man, and Sean. Thank you for joining me, gentlemen. I think we're going to go ahead and let one more song play while I finish up loose ends here. Try to make a shorter one. Yes. There we go. Yeah, well, I'll better turn out because I don't plan, I don't plan on uh, reading tonight. Lotus Flower, Kate Jelson.
see how long our wait will be this time for join us. Good evening, gentlemen. What's going on, bro? Hey. What's up there, Sinister? Yeah. And it's, uh, on the line also is Nishan. Nishan Stanley. Yeah. How you feeling, bro? All right. I'm sitting on an ice chair out by a roaring fire, so couldn't, couldn't ask for more. Hold on. Let me close my window. I, I, I can't hear you because I got my window open, and there's a lot of cars passing by right now. Metal of nowhere with bonfire. <laughs> Who's got it better? Uh, hard to tell. It's sleet here, though. We got some sleet and some ice coming down. It's raining here. It was supposed to be pretty slick. They've been treating the roads. Of course, I was supposed to have the last night, too. It never did. I tell you. Uh, now, a sinister show always starts late, or Wednesday show started, I think we're almost an hour into it before we started getting calls, and uh, it ended up turning into a really good show. Yeah. I'm stressed out too much about latecomers, although they should stress out if they want to get on. <laughs> My new medication, I'm not always staying up as late as I used to. Motherfucker, nothing works out here. <laughs> I mean, I got the, I went and got the better box too. By the covenant, it's supposed to bounce off other ones and keep my signal, you know, like the entire block. It doesn't go to the back of the house for some reason, or my bedroom, which is right next to it. Black hole. I don't understand. <sighs> yeah, like I miss all. I'm, Thursday, I miss Friday, all Friday shows sleeping. Knocked out too early. I'm supposed to take these meds, but they need to be able to. They gotta give me something where I'm not sleeping all the time. I'm trying to find the share button on the web page, but weird on me. Wait, no, go back. Fucking cunt. So anybody got anything to read? Start us off. Uh, I was I was thinking of uh, sharing a piece that um you said no erotic, so this is not an erotic poem. It's it's far from erotic as you, as you can as you can get, right? This is called Madame Esmeralda's. Silk veils. You ready? Yeah, it's all yours. All right. Silk veils draping paths past the doors of Madame Esmeralda's, and the doors are opened. Perfume and formal scents welcome all women and men alike, with three floors and dungeon full of lusty artifacts. Patient participants, scantily clad women, alcohol and music fills the main halls. Bedroom for with peak holes for voyeurs. The mean meeting room has a five-piece band staged for Temptations first dance. This place dimly lit, red light district to say the least, thinking like the things concealed in darkness can't be seen by God's eyesight. But if you ever enter this place, anyone who 
sees you enter, knows what's on your mind. Simple pleasures that not, might not be received from your girlfriend, husband, or wife. Upon entering, you'll first come across India. India with amber skin and long Pocahontas braid graces her head. Scandalously clad in skin-tight fitting, sexy squaw apparel accentuating her every dimension. Did I fail to mention her gentle doe-shaped eyes ever inviting you to take, take a touch, take a taste, make you ache with desire to taste, touch her scintillating skin sensations? Five foot four, 115-pound beauty with curves in all the right places. But what you don't know about India is she was kidnapped from her country at the age of 10, handpicked by a sheik sultan, and forced to live in a harem as a slut slave. From an early age, she was trained in the art of seduction, servitude for sensual dancing, sensual touching for others' gratification. And Madame Israelda purchased her from the sultan at age 18 because he only wanted young girls. But this is not what she dreamed of as a child. Her imagination of a future world life would go wild. Her desires was never to be a harlot or a whore. She thought she, though, still has ambitions in her heart and core. She wants to be so much more. She's now 24. Next, we meet Mistress May, the demanding dominatrix. She stands 5'9", 157 pounds, slanted eyes, long, straight, black hair, flows toward her bottom. Tall Tibetan feminine titan with crop and whips in hand. Dressed in burgundy lambskin leather, cat suit and mask. Exposing enough skin to tempt the most prudish of men or women to examine what it is she has to offer. Now May has always been a mistress, hasn't always been a mistress. She started as a, the oldest daughter of five of a martial arts teaching couple till they were brutally slain by rival factions. And all their children, including May, were sold into slavery of varying kinds. May rose up in the ranks of the seductive art. She has hate, though, in her heart for patrons that walk through the, those doors, especially the ones that only see women as playtime whores when women are so much more. May becomes mistress only after Madame Esmeralda recognizes the flames growing inside of her. And Madame Esmeralda, being a capitalist, capitalized on her anger channeling it in a way that would get May off where she derived pleasure from others' pains. May, when she first entered this life with a gentle wallflower, trying to play her part, trying to win her freedom so that she could find her young, younger siblings and buy their freedom as well. At least that was her, what she was led to believe. But these were lies to keep her subjugated to a system of degradation and humiliation, a lowering of self-esteem, not because she's not beautiful, but what more can she be than a sex slut in her mind, pay for play without the proper education and direction of what is wholesome, upright, proper, and sound. She, for years, hated the mounds of flesh called her breasts because she has an ample supply of them, and she couldn't understand the power they had to hypnotize male eyes. Now May becomes a dominatrix to punish all who would see, nothing, see her as nothing more than a play toy. Her safety words would be, Mistress, may I come? which was to let her know you had enough. But May had her own way of doing things, generally gagging the mouth and punishing till one passed out. May still has aspirations to find her long-lost siblings. Though she's now 29, she's earned her freedom over several times. And this is the life only well-known. And as difficult as it is to accept, this is for herself 
she's in her comfort zone. Lastly, we meet Vashti. Vashti, which means very beautiful. This is a woman, 5'7", 131 pounds of ebony chocolate. She was taken in early age from Trinidad, Trinidad to Tobago for her beautiful smile, and Madame Rezzarella wanted to teach her, teach her style. Well, so was that was the lie that was told to her mother. Mother was told she'd be taught to be a lady of refinement and education. Nothing was ever mentioned about sensual relations, which was Madame Mezzarelda's ultimate goal. Madame Mezzarelda's lies became revealed as the truth unfolds. Madame Mezzarelda's first night with Vashi, she selfishly took her and deflowered her when she allowed five military men to forcibly rape her, the price of meals and drinks. That she was only 14 didn't make these men stop to think about ravishing and raping this poor young child. Hymen ripped, virginal vaginal assault. These men go wild. Vashti could have grown to be someone's mother or wife. Her mother was duped as they think she would have a lavish life. Yet out of her presence, the lies are revealed. Though she may have been educated by Madame Mazzarella, her fate is sealed. And from the daughter, her mother never wants again from her here. And it's not that she didn't care about the oldest girl of her seven children. It's just when you're poor, with little to go around, you try about anything to make sure each is soundly provided for. The mother's intentions to trade the money taken for her so that she could be so much more. Never thought she'd end up a whore. But it might have been the inevitable. Because Vashi, though very beautiful, had a very had a past before Madame Mesmeralda. And so by from so called giving uncles from her mother's side, since she never knew her father. And Vashi longed for her father figure. Never knew that these father figures her mother used to bring around were only looking upon her figure her flesh, as they touch her and ravish her like hounds. In secret unbeknownst to Mother Dearest, Vashi's blessed beauty becomes her curses. She can't take a simple walk down to the corner without some man thinking that he could step to her with, with desires to own her as property. But Vashi's learned quickly about the power of her beauty and the power of words uttered. With the right look, with the right sounds, the right atmosphere, fantasy could be quickly satisfied so that more earnings could be earned fast money earned in a volume business, that she has earned her freedom by 22. What skills does she now have? What can she now do? Madame Esmeralda's house of ill repute, with the finest looking whores, this you can't refute. But we know they all have a story of how they came to where they are. Many wanting to change their story to reach out for the stars. Pedophilia, rape, child abuse, such disgrace. These once innocent wounds change life lived before their life ends in tombs. So restitution from prostitution, morally bankrupt interruption, no longer live for such corruption. That's that piece. You know, that, uh, that was not erotica, and uh, so don't anybody get uh, hankering for it. Uh, that reminded me a lot of uh, De Sade. Uh just caps, captures everything that he wrote about and uh in his books and uh except for you give it the more collective spin than, than his I mean it's always been happening. It's always been there and nobody wants to talk about it. That's why he spent most of his life in, in prison and in institutions because he did talk about it and uh that's just you leaving 
shining moment, memento on his uh, legacy there. I enjoyed that. I'm glad you enjoyed it. That's a piece I've been wanting to let you hear for a while. Yeah, well, you know how I am. I like I like snuff films. No. <laughs> uh, you know, it it was good, and I'm glad you I'm glad you were able to get on tonight and read it because I enjoyed it. You are a storyteller, man. Well, all right. Uh, star eight. If anybody wants to to read. And it's still early, but we still have half an hour before prime time, so stick around. All right, I'm going to put you back on the couch, man. And get to All right, bro. Mr. Stan Phillips. Wow, that was a hell of a story there. Yeah, yeah it was. And I don't know if you ever read any of the D-side A, but the, the books on the sister, the first sister, I can't think of the name right now, that was like her whole life entailed. Saw it all right there, and that, but then take you know, forty-five, seventy-five pages to get to. <laughs> Although I, I, I gotta pick up and read the other parts still. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> this isn't erotic or anything like that, but it is political. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to do a political night because I know everybody's itching on the political, and I've got like a massive poem. And like four different page, four different notebooks that all got to get put together. Oh wow! <laughs> well, yeah. well, I'm going to go ahead and just read this thing. I haven't even really got a title for it. All right, I'll put myself on mute. It's all yours. All right, man. We're all saved or doomed after this election, depending on the direction of your perceptions. Yet what's the big change that you imagined? Just another more, just one more hustler waves the flag as he walks in. The earth hasn't stopped, no stock market crash, another puppet sworn in for those with enough cash. The poor will still be in want, the homeless left with no roof, and will be told what is what, even if not the truth. Wall Street will rejoice. Let all America cheer. The terrorists didn't win. Our stocks went up this year. While flag grape boxes keep coming, brave souls arrive home at last, and more are sent in harm's way. When will peace come to pass? We let our freedoms be waived as fear and doubt rule the day. Just how much of our rights will we let be taken away? When governments hide truth from the people, history shows this always occurred. You lose your rights, then your free will, as they control what truth will be heard. No sacrifice of rights will ever bring real security. And to think freedom lives in fear is a dangerous absurdity. There is only one security that we must have absolute. We must find leaders of honor willing to tell us the truth. Truth now. And that's it, man. Is that right? 
way to tell it. That is it's so true. So I'll, I don't even want to get started because I'll, I'll ramble on about it. But <laughs> I appreciate the piece and direction it took. Uh, most definitely. I will, well, I'm just tired of the business as usual. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been playing that game for far too long. Way too long. Way too long. Star 8 to spit. I see we got a new caller, Southeast Pennsylvania. All right. I'll put you back on the couch, and if someone doesn't raise their hand, you're going to get to hear my music because I'm not reading tonight. I refuse. My, my throat is sore. I've been hacking up crap. I've been sick. So, all right. Southeast Pennsylvania, you're on the call. Hi, it's the Duchess. Hey, how's <laughs> everyone tonight? My voice is not all the way together. <laughs> I just wanted to come by and show support. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going through the same thing you are, rough voice, sore throat thing. We've all been sick in this house, especially when you get kids. It just passes one to another. <laughs> circles back around, you know, so I feel you. I definitely feel you. But, I'm here just to listen tonight. Well, I'm going to keep you queued then. Uh, I know where you are, so I won't pick you back up. But thanks for coming through. And uh, we'll talk to you a little bit. All right? Okay. All right. Well, South fucking Cats. Southern California, you're in the asylum. Who do we have? Oh, this is, uh, this is Kevin Smith. Oh, hey, man. Sweet. Um, yeah, brother, thanks for calling in. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, y'all come through, uh, say that, Melissa's show, so, you know, I want to come through, show, show my love real quick. I appreciate it greatly. Glad I do. You got oh, a, yeah, for sure, no doubt. Masterful piece for us, right? Oh, yeah, I got something new I could actually read that, yeah, I could do for y'all. Sure. Let me mute myself. It's all yours. Okay. Uh, well, man, let me uh, get it back again. My screen had closed out while I was talking to you. <clears throat> but anyway, here it is. I read it. For a few years now, we've been going back and forth with the same shit. Selfish as fuck, ego swollen, fed by entitlement. He said, she said, broken promises. And the bottom line is this, we're t- twin flames. At creation, we're cut from the same source. But in this life, we're still across. And what seems like the end to the search for a Prince Charming years ago, in hindsight, you found out was dressed up like that. Prince Charming is a thinking past the current night. They like friends with privileges. And the privilege was extended beyond the moral restrictions of monogamy. So when you speak to you and he sharing an enigmatic energy, that saying was prophetic in a way, don't you think? So excuse me if I smirk at your desperate attempt to make me feel some type of way like a swagged-out meme star in Odell Beckham. They say that my lack of emotions tends to rub people the wrong way. I say, fuck them. I ain't losing sleep over their feelings, no way. My pedigree as of late is rare. My Hall of Fame ticket is already written. My star shines bright like once in a blue moon. 
So that's two, twice in 2018, go figure. The sun tells in comparison to a constellation like a god in contrast to the congregation. I'm hot like Kelvin in regards to the Bunsen on the switch. And as, and as with constant use, I'm way past my shelf life. So in other words, I have a screw loose or two. Your reactions, I'm used to it. Filters removed by the law of motion as told by Newton. But your karma won't affect me. My mastery of the law of attraction is the equalizer in law three. In Coptic on now, orchestrated winds, my vibe decodes descent above the players in the grid. So like Cheshire cats, they grin with masks of familiarity while singing homicidal chants of genocide like cats called Siamese. This ain't no wonderland. Are you hearing me, Clarice? Mad Hatter's pigeonholed Alice like the allure of green living while knowing it not. While clenched fists, they, with clenched lists, they pledge brotherhood and sisterhood, but who honors contracts written in the language of slaves without a citizen present. And with a citizen present, they fund the revolution with repugnance to reserve bonds with tighter connections to our people than telling the roots. My people holler revolution with guns, but I still duck when they shoot. Malcolm is gone, and it was niggas that was doing the shooting. Irregardless of conspiracy theories alleging government funding, when the shit went down, it was niggas who was doing the gunning. So you holler revolution and expect me to come running? Not unless they selling dashikis with Kevlar linings under it. If they got an underground, I'm going under it. They say in Latin is a dead language, so I mastered it. Since for the Dallas, we we missed the com we missed the we missed that completely. That's a promise of protection, absolutely, including insurrection, anarchy, and mutiny. So in regards to so in regards to a revolution. We ain't got enough numbers. We ought to be out recruiting instead of shooting. But our leaders are bonded out like Nat Turner before his epiphany. Plantation hopping, spreading the gospel of conformity through propaganda. Eventually they'll wake up, but apparently not today. Maybe in maybe it's the fact that revolutionaries are only radical until they see six figures. Then with then when the fear sets in of going back to the way that they used to live prior to the time that the money began to roll in, that's radical. In terms of a of revolution, it begins to make sense. Like Land Chop sings, and it's the story that never ends. Just when you think we're free, they hit niggas with some promissory notes. And we're right back to thinking like how we did before the oppression began. And peace. Damn. That was a way to set it off right there. You just said you just wrote that one? Uh, yeah, about, about a couple of days ago, something like that. Oh, man. Yeah. I love the, uh, the power behind it, the story, you know, the message behind it. Uh, I've been thinking a lot having a, just an all-political poet, poetry fest. I think everybody needs it. You know, like, shut up their chest when they were stand repressed for any much longer. I'm going to get... I had it moving. You know, I do that as one swift movement. And it could start, you know, it could start with simple things. Oh, uh, yeah. No, no. If you, if you had that, let me know. I'll come through. Sure. Yeah, sorry, what was the last part? Oh, I said if you, if you had that show, let me know. Invite me. I'll come through. So we'll we, we'll be connected. I know. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely become a... Uh, need to do here. I've been thinking about it for a while, but I'm just getting the shows back up and running, so I don't, I don't want to push myself too much. But uh, I'm feeling all right, and I think two weeks from now we'll just do that. Slaughter the government. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
That's what's up. That's what's up. That's the bet. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put you back on the couch. We're going to take a quick music break while uh, everybody assembles themselves and raises their hands, start AP spitting. And we are ever right there. Baby. 
back. Sorry, I had animals yelling. Wife texting. I had to go take care of everything. Anyway, we're back and ready to do some more poetry. If we got anybody with their hands raised, <laughs> getting pictures, sending people at work, sending them all these messages. Everybody's getting messages. Preventing him from dropping by. That's uh, hilarious. Everybody, uh, get another piece together. We still, we're still in the early hours. We've still got a half an hour before the show picks up. I, I don't know. I guess everybody knows I'm a late, uh, late night owl. So everybody shows up after the Yeah, I noticed that a lot of times. It, it's usually about an hour later <laughs> they show in. Yeah. Most yeah. well, definitely. Yeah. Well. Something, something. Yeah, I got a little old uh, fable I wrote a few years back. I'm going to lay on you guys. It's called Society of Equality. Once upon a time, long, long ago, I believe it was the Idealozoic Age. There was a people, a culture, a society of equality where each, every, and all were as the same. No one had more. No one had less. There was no one above anyone and no one beneath. Each, every, all as the same. And even respect was well served because there was no one you had to talk up to and no one that would talk down to you. Now you would think in such a society where each, every, and all were as the same, they would live happily ever after. But no. Within the very core of this society developed four characters, each one akin to the other in their intentions. For that reason, they all had the same last name, Moore, M-O-R-E. Now, as much as you can discern from their last names, it's their first and middle names that define them more clearly. There are the twins, I want and I need, the dysfunctional cousin, they have, and the most disturbing member, I deserve. Each of them, in a way, affected this society. Starting with the twins, we'll start with the first one. I want. I want more. Now, of course, in our society, we see that as ambition. But in the society of equality, where each, every, and all have the same. This was seen simply as what it was. Greed. I want more. Well, in our own society, when people get too much into greed, we have certain laws and persecutions 
sort of our own form of aversion therapy. Of course, for some who have a certain amount of social standing, political connection, affluence, these laws do not apply. The Society of Equality utilized the same therapy. Next is the second twin, I need. Now, in our own society, we know, tragically, that there are those who need more because they got little to nothing. But in a society of equality where each, every, and all have the same, how could you possibly need more? You see, I need more thought he was a little bit slicker and a little bit quicker than his other twin. And he thought he'd put a spin on his greed and call it a need. But in a society of equality, that did not fly. The same therapy applied. Next, we get to the dysfunctional cousin. They have. Now, I don't know what kind of paranoia was involved or what sense of inadequacy was involved, but they have honestly believed in a society where each, every, and all were as the same, no one was more and no one was less, he still firmly believed that there were those out there who were they who had more. Now, we know of these people in our own society, and I think we got a good idea of exactly who they mean when they say they. If they walk or they talk differently, if they act or they think differently, or if they pray and look different, well, then, of course, that must be they. Now, as much of an annoyance and an embarrassment as they have was, the real danger came with the last member. I deserve. You see, I deserve more did not simply believe he was better. I deserve more firmly believed he was the better. And unfortunately, these I deserve seem to have a inordinate amount of charisma. And we have had in our society and in our world such as this. A prime example would be, say, Adolf Hitler. I deserve went out into the society of equality seeking they have to gain him into his ranks. And the conversation went like this. You know what? You're right. They do have more. And I know, I know, I deserve more. So I'll tell you what we'll do. You think like I tell you to think. You say what I tell you to say. And you do what I tell you to do. And I guarantee you, we will get more by taking it from them. Well, they have was all on board with that. And as the two of them started into the society on their way to their campaign, well, of course, I need and I want weren't going to be left out, so they allied themselves with them. 
And here came the disruption. Here came the disillusionment. Here came the misinformation, the lies, the segregation. And that poor society of equality imploded and collapsed in on itself. Now, normally, this would be the end of this tale, but this is a fable, so we need a moral. And the moral goes like this. These weren't just four characters in a story, but four very human characteristics. And we, with free will, must rise above these characteristics and find equality with one another. Because if we do not, then the only place, the human race, to its disgrace, will ever find equality, will be the one place where politics, theology, philosophy, and ethnicity, and affluence are irrelevant. And that would be the grave. And believe me when I tell you, no one there is more dead or less dead than anyone else. And that will be the end. End of fable. What a relative one, too, especially in this day and age. Always relative, but, you know, I think more people are starting to pay attention. Uh, star eight. To, yep, there we go. To raise your hands. I'm gonna thank you, Stan, for giving us that piece. My pleasure. Back on the couch. And you're live in the asylum. Who do we have? Hey, Sinister. <clears throat> Smith's Automatic Cash Mag of Viper Network. So, I just like I I know who it was. I just. Like you introducing yourself, I, I'll, I'll try to remember that. Yeah, you know, I, I did a show. I don't know. Do you like old school hip hop? Uh, old school, yeah. Um, that in the uh, 90s. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to send it to you. The show I did today. Oh. So, that being said, I, I'm ready to do one. I'm going to freestyle one. All right, all yours. All right. All right, it's a freestyle, uh, a match of love. Imagine us. Imagine the plus. I imagine your heart. I imagine everything that you do from the start. I imagine your wonderful ways. I imagine you spending my days with you because you're so valuable. See, when I felt like I was stuck, you gave out your helping hand. The first time that you met, you were able to trust me. And I say I thank you because in that time, I could only imagine us. I will never forget. I was feeling real cold in the eyes of the charm that behold, it was you. Or my love to speak that no woman could ever be for me but you the value for what you do and what you did for me. Thank you, God. Praise. Because sending you 
And I talk to you all over again. I work with you. But me to you, one of the best things that ever happened to me. Imagine us. Imagine a world of endless possibilities. Imagine the love that I keep in my heart. Remember you start. You'll remind me of true love and make an adjustment. Want to be with you? I have no reluctance. I am spiritual in me, being the free. I am what the world may see. Only a man to imagine us. This automatic charismatic durable engine vibrating dry. <clears throat> that was us. But Thank you. I can't think of words. I was a compelling and touching piece, man. Very, very well done off, off the top of your head again. <laughs> you amazed me with that. Uh, thank you. You know, uh, I want to give a, a shout out to Sideshow. You know, that, that uh, other show y'all did? Sideshow was the host. Yep. And y'all doing something big over here, man. You know, <clears throat> I enjoy it. You know, I love the uh, poetry I heard. And, uh, you know, you know, I always gotta show you love. I show you love, man, because you uh you're a good dude. So you know, I, I just come over here and show some love. Appreciate it, man. Absolutely appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I know you always come through, man, and I can't tell you how much we uh we appreciate it. We're just we're we're, we're fledgling. We're getting off our feet, you know. We stumble and fall, but uh, we always bounce back, and we're in this for the whole. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, I haven't started all my shows yet. Um, I plan to do it maybe in uh, next month, trying to, as my goal, but, you know, I see how things happen. Go from there. Yeah, exactly. That's all we can do. Keep our eye on the prize and... Take its time to do it right. Yes. Never used to do it uh, too many times. <clears throat> All right, I got a hand up. I'm going to set you back on the couch, brother. Uh, stick around. You know, we go deep and go late. And uh, thank you again. All right. I think it's time for me to go in. My hands are starting to freeze. And hold on, Mama. Ah, was there? Yeah. Everybody else, just chill for a second. I'm accidentally. Hello. Crazy people. All right, Mama. Are you there? Hello. Got one too many people open. I believe. Okay. House. Oh, all right. Alright, my mother, sorry. The fire was not big enough or hot enough to heat me outside against the ice. So. Okay, how's everybody? Oh, we're doing alright. Doing okay. Well, I've heard some great poetry tonight. Uh, thank you, Stan. Thank you, um, Kevin. 
<clears throat> I don't know who the first guy was that I heard. Uh, was that your feature? No, we didn't have a feature. It was somebody uh, reading something about child, uh, a child getting, uh, who was that? Oh, that was, uh, that was uh, Southern California, and I slipping my tongue right now, but I know he's uh, mm, uh I had to leave. I'll, I'll figure I, it out. And let you know because I I, 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 had to, I had to leave the room on that one because I couldn't even conceive of that. But uh, wow, it was just too scary. I guess he experienced it or something. So I don't know. But anyway, uh, I you know this is like the second anniversary of my daughter's death. And I'm going to read a poem, I guess, that's uh, reflecting reflecting on her. It's called Anamnesis. Oh, yes. Early in the morning when the sun is just peeking beyond the clouds, I have kept you alive in this life, though you have traveled on. My morning meditation brings introspection of reflections while reading the pages of my past. Visions of joy brings smiles to my spirit. I relish in the thoughts as I rendezvous cherished memories. My purpose in this life is tied to you. While lost in this fleeting daydream, running throughout my recollection are many faces, some smiling, some not. Glances of joy is just remembering the feelings, remembering the love. I marinate in time, holding on to those precious moments I feel at every visit. I, too, begin then to shine early in the morning as love has imposed its well-thinking memories of those dearly departed souls that visit me. Without memories, I would be like life played a cruel trick on me. So I hold on to memories dearly. I keep still and shine, beaming, for it is then when love has imposed on me its own will. Meditating in the morning when the sun peeks out over the clouds and summons me, Basking in my memories, I join in the memory of dear ones gone before me, soaking up the warmth of the sun's glow, recreating, recreating that feeling of great joy, joy that you had brought me in the past, relived so vividly just for this moment. Peace. That was a beautiful, beautiful mama. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you. I'm going to set you back on the couch. Okay. Uh, stick around with us, I hope. Talk to you in a little bit. Oh, it's a very touching, endearing piece. And uh, our next poet is Joseph Nathaniel King. What's going on, man? Good evening. Good evening. Um, you can hear me good? 
Sometimes we think before we talk. Sometimes we move before we even think. But what is the motive? Who is pushing us or what is pushing us backwards? In our little intellect of brain thoughts, what we say out of our mouths that don't even reflect to what's in our heart. Sometimes we need to stop pleasing people so that they can be appreciated for themselves. Selfish people don't need to be in our jurisdiction of revelation of who we are. But because we're not because we're not big headed or should I say egotistically above everybody else. We're so humble, but sometimes it's best to be silent and to be separated from the aggravation and the headaches. Because my pen and pad was not made for mankind. It was made for those who need to be provoked to be better than what those who hurt them, those who misled them, those who complicated their life so that better can be for them and them. I'm provoked to do better. And my voice does not belong to me. I'm just an instrument. I'm just a vessel. So everything you say to me that is great with admiration that I may raise my hands, I will make sure and purposely give the glory back to God who who entrusted me with things I didn't deserve. But that's his desire. I'm just trying to live and give myself away in such a way that I don't even comprehend. But I'm provoked. And I'm provoking those to do better because Tomorrow's not promised. Why live the dreams of somebody else when deep inside you're miserable? Why look in the mirror and don't love yourself when you're loving someone else's dream? Who cares? Not even a hello or good morning or how you doing. But I'm provoked and I'm pushing to provoke someone else who needs to be provoked. And peace. Coming on strong tonight. One hell of a piece. You have to provoke some, though. Uh, wake up call. Damn sure. I appreciate you. I know you got a busy day tomorrow. I appreciate you coming through. Um, I am going to have to run out and grab my son. Uh, he was supposed to spend the night over, the first one ever, and of course it failed. It's three minutes away. So I'm going to be gone for six minutes. I will have music playing. Please stick with us. I'll be right back. There's nothing I can do about this. It's icing outside, and I'm a better driver. Uh, so I have to go. Actually, my wife has no license. <laughs> I'm going to tell him about that. So uh, I'm going to put on some music again. Just some Daniel. I can't wait for archives. I'm in a static area right now, so I had to get to hear it all clearly, but... I caught the gist of it, and I appreciate that very, very much, man. 
I'm going to set you back on the couch. I'm going to play a little tune or two from the thing. I will be back in six minutes. Something's always got to go wrong on my show days.
a little girl giggling at a hippopotamus. I wonder why.
Back, start eight. We'll put you in queue again. Uh, I apologize for that having to run out. Seeking golden towers buried in the mire over time, 
a silhouette of intelligence will illuminate the meaning why. Envelope myself in wishful monotony to embrace turquoise sight. Peace. Again, I apologize for having to run out on anybody. Uh, anybody ready to read? Just raise your hand. I'm going to go everybody on that. Right now, is that's on is in the closet. That's break time at night. Southeast Pennsylvania. We're live in the asylum. Hey, what's going on, Sinister? Hey, man. What's going on? Not much, man. You know, parent duties are running, running ragged, but it's good. We're here. We're live. We're on duty. Yeah, hey, man. Yeah. No, run a little late myself, but uh, glad I was able to make the show here, you know? I'm glad you stopped by, bro. Yes, indeed. Uh, you know, shout out to everybody who's uh, in the building. Uh, yeah, I got this little piece for you, man. You know, uh, according to your your format, what you got here tonight. All right. I'll make you myself. It's all yours, man. Uh, the name of the piece is called My Reflection Vanished. My reflection vanished. What does it mean? I stared in front of the mirror, but I don't appear to be there. Am I a ghost or the undead, an individual that does not exist? I touched the mirror, leaving a fingerprint. Am I still flesh, or is this the astral plane? Is this a dream? Why can't I awake? A light comes on the other side of the mirror, seeing myself as if I'm in another dimension. I shatter the the mirror, get sucked in. Darkness surrounding me now, falling in nothing, I gasp for air. A dim light shines in the dark. I pass through, now awake, on the floor, standing up, looking at the mirror. I still got my pride. My reflection's back. I don't know what happened. I don't know how to act. It's in my head. In peace. How many of us don't know how to act in their own head, right? I dug it, man. I dug it. You guys, for, you know... I love it when the little crowd just slams me with awesome poetry. Uh, appreciate that one immensely. Indeed, indeed. Well, I'm going to say this, man. That piece felt like it was kind of hasty. It is in my book, Awaken the Poet. I was thinking, like, I shouldn't even put that damn piece in my book, man. It kind of feels like it's not finished. <laughs> like, why the hell did I put that in my book? <laughs> uh, we're, we're never truly finished, are we? I mean, you could always continue on and, and uh, republish it again. Uh, we're never done as writers and artists. You know, I look at paintings all the time and, and that I do, and I'm like, oh, I need to go back to that one. Uh, same way with writing, you know. 
think it's an inevitable wheel of redundancy at times where you think you're writing the same fucking thing over and over again just in different ways. And maybe you are, maybe you're not, but uh, we can't let that hold up the, the process. And just embrace it all we can. Just like you did. Put it out there, you know? Fuck it. You know? I hear you, I hear you, man. But, uh, yeah, I'll be standing by, man. I got one more piece for you before I, you know, cut out, man. All right, cool. I appreciate you, Ken. Thank you. Let's see if uh, Sideship can read now. Hey, man. You able to read at all? That's on course. I'm still stuck in the air vacuum. Sideship. Yo, I'm here. I'm here. (laughs) Hello? (laughs) Can you hear me? I can't help me. Yeah, I'm going to be putting you in this box. I got the last one. Hey, guys. Uh, read something. I'm gonna put you back on the couch. All right. All right. Y'all killing me. North Central Kentucky. Who do we got with us in the asylum tonight? Hey, this is Melissa Overton, aka Say That. How are you? I'm okay. I just wanted to say hi to you. I don't expect you to read. I know you're sick, but uh, I. Thought I'd at least say hi while you had time to call in and listen in. I appreciate that. Regardless of the head air time, I apologize for that one. I have no problem. Now he wants to go back is the thing, okay? I just went and got him, and now he wants to go back. Um, (laughs) It may only be like five minutes away, but come on, then. (laughs) A 12-year-old slacker, you think he's stoned all the time. He really would. Brilliant craziness. All right, well, we'll be back on the couch, and uh, I just wanted to say hi. Thank you for coming in, coming through. All right. I hope we get to stick around with the rest of the show. Definitely. Uh-oh. Poor thing. Sounds horrible. Okay, hello. Yeah, let let Nashawn go first. He uh, we hit at the same time. Let Nashawn go first. Okay. Hey, bro. Hey, I heard the lady. What's up, man? Thank you, Mama O. <laughs> uh, I got this piece. Uh, it's called Humility Experience. All right. All yours. Times change, and the struggle continues. Life's turbulence comes with up and ups and downs. In times when life is on the upswing, Be humble and thankful. In times when life has got you down, be strong, resilient, humble, and prayerful that your circumstances can change. When you're down, never let anything or anyone steal your joy. You must have the appreciation of the small things that can bring you joy. Maybe like a tasty meal succulently prepared for your palate. 
or like a page-turning book that you just can't put away. Maybe even like a visit from a friend that you want to stay, and a visit from friends when you're feeling down finds a way to, to lift your spirits. When you're down, never let anyone belittle your circumstances. Oh, that thou would speak downward on another circumstances, lest ye learn their humility by experience. Because experience is the best teacher of humility. And that's that piece. Coming through with the righteousness tonight, aren't you? Self empowerment. That's a piece of. Um, I just, I just recently. Um, I mean, wrote a while, a little while ago, but it's um, going in the last section of the book I'm working on. I haven't read it too much, but I felt like to share it tonight. I'm the same way. Most of what I've written, or what I've written, I, I haven't put out there because I want to have the. barely hear you. Then I can barely hear you. Ah, I said I have much the same. Nothing I have uh, that's going in the book has been put out there. Maybe for a couple of days or not, but I've tried. I'm testing them all. I've spoken word. So I'm just in the process of getting my book back together and uh, be able to. Okay. Got to keep trucking on that one. All right, man, <laughs> I'm going to shut you back down and get to Mother O, and on we go. I'm not feeling long, to, just uh, deep into the night tonight, so I don't know. We'd probably be done in a half an hour. All right, Mom O? Yes, I'm here. Thank you, Nishan. Okay, this is called When My Words Are More Than Heard. When my words act as proverbs, when my verbs are heard, when the simple becomes wise, when my people listen to reason and no longer follow folly, when my adjectives invoke action instead of reaction, when young eyes are opened to the riddles of the wise, when mother's words are adhered to, when exhortations mean more than mere suggestions, recognizing it as a calling forth, a coming near, till those who have ears will no longer hate knowledge, but embrace my words as wise sons and daughters. Children, children of my proverbs will use my words to form shields against the wicked ones, ones who seek to destroy you. Gather together as sticks in a bundle, noticing what we have in common as we are stronger as one. When my words call you away from harm and you ignore the warning, there will be some who will take my words as trill and throw the solutions in the garbage as wasted verbiage. My proverbs need now to be heard and heeded, not wait until you realize they're needed. Do not look for me in the midst of the storm, for I and I shall be gone, leaving the sirens on in peace.
righteous people. Uh, takes a look at self perspective. I guess is the word I'm looking for. I'm off my game tonight, so excuse me if I'm lacking in verbiage. <laughs> that was a pun. Not a great one, but it was a pun. Thank you, Mama. Everybody online, I see we've got a couple new people. If you'd like to read, please press star eight. So I'm not uh, catching you in your birthday suit. I'm going to stick you back on the couch, and we're going to do uh, shock therapy here shortly. Dan Phillips, what do you got for us? Oh, I'll tell you what, man. Momo, her words, <laughs> her words are going to be remembered. And hopefully, people will pay heed. That is a very wise woman. Yes, indeed, indeed. Uh, a fountain of knowledge and truth. I said, I just, I'm a little rattled off my cage, so I'm not up to my usual. I hear you, man. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Where I'm looking for finesse. I have none. <laughs> well, I'm going to read this thing. It's called Purpose. All right. To what purpose is our existence if there is no spiritual goal to reach? If evolution is the reality, we are merely a step in the chain of animal development. As with all other species, our time will pass and evolution move on. An anomaly of the primate, nothing more. What purpose served by our existence? With all we've achieved with our intellect, we will still end up an extinct species. All of the creations of our endeavors to be reduced to a passing irrelevance. Oh dear. And we just had a glitch. Hang on a minute. Here we go. This is the future of humanity without the prospect of something more than ourselves, a higher level of existence than this flimsy flesh. With no faith, there is no real hope. Without faith, no higher purpose for us all we strive to achieve or to pass on. An existence of insignificance our only legacy. I choose to believe. I choose to have hope, love, and more purpose to my life than mere existence. I choose with the gift of free will to follow my soul. We are not without reason, without purpose. Free will is no illusion, nor is keeping faith and believing in something more and beyond ourselves. I choose to believe because I have been given the gift of choice and peace. 
all know, last week was the positivity. Or not last week, but the last last show was positivity matters. Well, here we go. We're going right back into it, and it's cool. Yeah, sorry about that glitch. The screen just completely died on me. <laughs> I had to reset the damn thing. I've had I've had that do. Uh, I've had that happen. Uh, live read in a coffee house. Had my dog. Oh. Shut off. Ow. <laughs> like the first two lines in the poem, the fucking screen goes black. I'm like, oh my god. Oh jeez. Yeah, I hear you. Damn techno demons. <laughs> That was what happened to me earlier. I was in the back garden. It just wasn't, wasn't quite warm enough even with the fire going. It started freezing up. Cold as hell out here. Well, hopefully, hopefully there's somebody out there that wants to do one, do one right now because that's all I got for right now, buddy. Yeah, no problem. I'm going to put you back on the couch. All right, man. Hey, I'm back on, huh? Hey, shout out to Stan. Shout out to Mama O. Man, y'all be going in. I got this uh, second piece for y'all called Just a Question Mark. My vision. What's in front of me? No, not yet. My future. Not ready. To be attained. Is Mother Nature displaying signs for a reason? Maybe the end is near. Next year is 2012. Wait, it's 2018 now. Movies and nature displaying a message. Will heaven shine one last time? Will the devil do a dance when the world ends? These are just my thoughts. As a reminder, it started as an earthquake, then ended in a hurricane. Yeah, nature is insane. Already worrying about my life at the bottom of the food chain as blood and pain still stain the streets. It's already a case about the strong dominating the weak. Now, Mother Nature could be out for blood, being sick of human beings, drowning in sin, seeing the world as their personal dumpster. No, I'm no exception, as we see when the world decides. And that's always on DSR all damn day, as Sinister's Asylum is hysteria. Matt, could you do an intro for me for my shows? You got the perfect voice for it. I love you. Every time I hear yours, I'm like, damn, I need something like that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just was thinking doing the piece, man. That's all it was, man. <laughs> you know. But uh yeah, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the show here, man. It's always, you know, a thorough feeling, you know, testing your own ability just to see if you can match up with the pace of people's radio shows. So you know, but keep doing your thing, Sinister Man. You always giving me uh Challenge to come through with, you know. Don, I appreciate you accepting the challenge, man. Yes, sir. Got Washington D.C. in the house. 
Good evening. Welcome to the asylum. Who do we have? Oh, yeah, this is Cadence from D.C. Oh, hey. Hey, man, how are you? I'm good. I, I was checking out the show, man. I, I came in. Y'all was playing a little, uh, I think it was playing a little wine. I was like, okay. <laughs> There's something going on here. I was at impromptu music break. I had to go pick up my kid real quick. Oh. I know how that happens, man. Things happen. Um, yeah, I had to came. I had to come through the show support. Normally, uh, you know, Jana probably would be along with, but she's been dealing with grandkids and such. So I'm just, you know, still coming through show support. You know, show love to everybody. I appreciate that very much, man. Okay, um, I'm gonna do a piece uh, real quick called "Diamond for That." Um, okay, um, not knowing me, you knowingly destroyed me with these chants of homely. Criticized my size and didn't realize that you fried my pride inside. But why? Because I couldn't afford the high prices, and I'm frightened that they don't like me. So we fighting. I can't even eat lunch silently without them eyeing me like. I don't know I don't fit in without you reminding me. So every time I walk, you make noises. There is no chill. I bring money like, please accept me. Please respect me. It is so real, but I know I'm dreaming because I know no matter what, I stay at odds even though we should be even. My soul's sinking, plagued by demons, and they say stop breathing and just leave it, and they keep chanting. I want so broken, my mother is something unspeakable. Guidance counselor's not doing much more. I'm feeling unreachable. In this utility closet, too afraid of another day, I tie this noose tightly. I'm so tired of this fighting. I'm so tired of nobody even liking me. I'm tired of frustration from wanting acceptance and this creating this anxiety, but you just don't get it. Well, there is this one girl who creates a glimmer, but I'm not the type that she will remember. Well, maybe if I said something... Oh, my kidding? I'm crazy. I wonder if even heaven makes it get better. I'm, if all the energy in this pain, I step on this box, and I'm whispering for God to make it quick for me. I've had my food knocked over. I've been kicked. I've been spit on. Had teachers tell me to get on. No one cares or listens to frantic cries as I tighten this noose finally a fix all in them. Kicking the box, I swing while choking this last-minute fighting to reverse this broken last thought of reality. Even after I die, they probably won't even notice. Still somehow enforcing a grin because I was just dying to fit in. And peace. That's such a strong and moving piece. Thanks, man. Thanks, dude. Like I said, it's too much. That that bullying stuff is just crazy. We had a, a eight-year-old. That, I, think, I think she was eight. Some of us from 8 and 11, she killed herself like two weeks ago um, out here in D.C. And just, the cra- you know, it's crazy. Like, bullying and stuff, get that, it's, it gets to be so much and nobody gets it. You know, they talk about it. They do the funeral T-shirts and, and stuff on the corners, and then there's another kid and another kid. So. Yeah, they're not, they're not listening. We had the same issue here where, you know, this kid was trying to tell the school uh, for and the parents for weeks and weeks about being bullied, and he finally got tired of it and showed up to school with weapons. He didn't kill anybody, but he came to school back, and, and it just it, it resonates with the fact that we have not evolved 
enough to pay attention to, to all ages and that some people just have shouldn't be in the job position they are. They don't know but anybody they don't I'm to I don't know if you say no better but they just don't care enough. And we shouldn't be in a position to shape a young mind if you don't care. Yeah. Uh I say hopefully you just if enough enough people keep calling attention to it and and they keep talking about it and you know, eventually something will happen. Somebody will pay attention because right now it's just it happens, you say it, and then you move on. And, you know, there's no, you know, people just don't care about life itself anymore, it seems like. So. Everyone's living vicariously through everybody else. Yeah. Um, definitely I'll take a second and say um, I was feeling Mama O. She, you know, every time I hear her, you know, she's always, she's always doing it. That's, you know. <laughs> I love to hear her stuff, so you know it was good to hear. You know, good to hear everybody's always. You know, um, the guy before me. I, well, I know he's DSR. That's obvious because I hear it. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know his name. But yeah, everybody's killing it. So. Yeah, as I just posted in the event room, for the small number of poets, we got some exceptional work. Okay. Take that. I'll take that over math numbers any day. Uh, go ahead, Lynn. Everybody's hitting the mark. So, all right, man. I'm going to put you back on the couch. We're going to look at what we got going on here. I think we're going to get a shock therapy. So, please stick around. Get a piece ready. And that okay. Thanks, man. Southeast Georgia. Hey. Southeast Georgia, you're on the mic. How you know me, my mic, man? I ain't just start eight. <laughs> What's good, man? Hey, you want to get in on the shock therapy? You got a piece to, to put in there? That's like a speed round? Yeah.
My ego maniacal, egotistic side wants to spit fire ramblings, oh so divine. It would make you believe Christ turned salt into wine. A fictitious twist of story, not to deny the glory of miracles of miracles, but science wants to explain the unexplainable. Make some logical concrete solutions, mathematical quantum dynamical equations. Yet things are better off in the humbleness of mediocrity. Without Big Brother's eyes always watching me. In over-media intensified propaganda of who you should believe. In truth, at this very moment, you shouldn't believe me. Stay locked in the matrix asleep your whole life. You have eyes, but you can't see. You have ears, but you can't hear. You have a mind, but it's been brainwashed into becoming a robot of the masses. Believing the slanted views on stories sensational to shadowing over deeper stories. Just because even the news you read, the news you listen to, the news you watch on the tell lie vision keeps you dreading the days that we're living in. Yet they're all turning, they're all listening, they're all reading, they're all tuned in for all the juicy gossipness of scandal. Scandalous behavior abounds in our times more than ever. And I'm not one that hasn't been unknown to scandalous behavior. Been known to imbibe liquor, tote, ganja, and party till I was sore all over. Yet this is not the time to air my laundry about my lewdness. We live in a world where an actor. We live in a world where a reality TV star can gain notoriety by dividing the country with the most politically incorrect statements and behavior. Russian interference putting the country of U.S., the nation of U.S., the nation of us, putting all of us in jeopardy. Mr. Trump, it's no conspiracy that you've got to be most, one of the most hated presidents by far of all the hated presidents. You say make America great again, make us great again, make us great again. What's so great about prejudice and bigotry? What's so great about police brutality? What's so great about mass incarceration of men of African descent? What's so great about the industrial new age slave plantation called jail or prison? When is going to jail becoming fashion? Hmm. They put Martin in jail. Malcolm been in prison too. Too charismatic, maybe too charismatic, intelligent, strong men fighting for right to be free and black in America. They killed them both. Pac and Big each did bids. Killed them both, too. Shit, even Martha fucking Stewart got some street quests for doing time, serving time as a slave, but then we get Obama, first black president, time for a change. In in, In comes the agenda for the nation of us, and it's all been slowly coming, subtly in print, and the tell-lie vision, clear for all to see the craziness that is us, the nation of us, the actual agenda that those white presidents of the last 30 years have been skating around. Obama stepped in and made change, seeing gays a form of minority, but their numbers seem to be steadily rising within the entertainment industries, within the media pushing the gay agenda, the nation of us, always wanting to have it our way because it pleases us. 
from a species that only has two genders we have sprung a world of categories you can now call yourself if you have a gender identity issue don't worry if young tommy sees daddy dressing like mommy and now wants to take hormones to cut off his little dingling he ain't a woman he ain't a man he's something my heterosexual mind can't understand the alphabet city of sexuality see if you're not straight then you must fit the LGBTQIA. A lot of lovers will say you got scandalous issues, and I'll pray for you. But praying for you is like praying for Lot's wife. City burning in sulfur, fire, and brimstone, warned by angels not to even look back. They're warned if he did, could have saved life, Lot's wife from turning into a pillar of salt. So right now, you're wondering, what's this all I'm saying? Why jumping, jumbling, rumblings, ramblings in my thoughts? Maybe because so many people are asleep and need to wake up. Political agendas of depopulation are already in an enactment. Crazy how I heard that FEMA was killing Houston displaced citizens. Even had cops on the news confirming it, but wasn't what the reporter wanted to hear. So the story got turned and twisted into lies and video of the proof now hides on the intricate spotted journal of the World Wide Web trying to tie up loose ends of leaked information by stealing our right to free speech without the thought police of 1984 trying to knock down doors just because you downloaded a little porn. Then my warp your mind's eye to what's decent inside. You can't believe everything you see, hear, and read. Dig deep. Prove the words of truth by deeds because it just might turn out to be a bold face lie. And that's that piece. Mouthpiece. A solemn request falls off honored lips. A troubled king lifts his eyes to the stars with a a heavy heart and a chest of concrete. He petitions the Almighty and he says, My Lord, why does it seem as if life is pain? Why does love have to hurt? Why is the blade of betrayal found often resting in the hands of those closest to you? Why does greatness or the potential thereof, why is it such a threat to some? Why is the blood of the innocent spilled by the guilty? Why is it that those who are rich in power and gold are poor of heart and moral fiber, and those with the heart of gold have none? Where, O oh Lord, has the hero gone? Where is a man's friend? Why is it that we love those who do not love us, but yet our heart has no desire for the one who desires us the most? Why do the things that make us feel so good, why are they so bad in your eyes? Why am I afraid for my seed? The young ones seem to perish daily. Why, why is there so much hate and discontent for the fellow man? Why is life so fleeting? Why do so many not value it? Why is it the evil seems to prevail over the good? 
My Lord, why does it seem to take an eternity to have our prayers answered, but calamity finds us daily? Oh, Lord, why are these things so? And as the king laid prostrate, waiting for a reply from on high, all of a sudden there was a sound like a rushing wind, and then a voice began to speak like the sound of many waters. Frank <laughs> will just the same. And it said, My child, am I not written throughout the volume of the book? And the king, astonished by what he had heard, replied, What, my lord? And the lord replied, Exactly. But now to stand in sin. Uh, I think that means he's now flying through the loon. It was a bright Sunday evening in the park. The sun was setting sideways in purple hues. Seemingly out of nowhere, the theatrics do begin. A raucous, quite a visual disturbance dressed in drag, flopping along in high heels through the sticky sand. Purple wigged and slammering, the loon is loose again. I keep the medication flowing, messed the dose again. But I tell you, I am hapless when the sideshow begins. Flaunting chromed fingertips and cherry lip gloss kiss, hanging from the sycamore, leaping from branch to shrubbery. Utterly enchanting, whether dressed up or going for a nude swim, the, flaunt, the fluent sound of my instrumental one-bird band is about mystical bus rides through wavy sack cocoons. Imagine the spectacular of the slinky legs and the rainbow headbands, howling at the moon, streaking like some drag, drug-induced buffoon. Existentially embracing the wild of the moments he's in. Why keep the side from being embellished? Wild grins. Let loose on translucent wings of creative flight I spin. Release the earthly boundaries. I am when the moon. When the loon begins. And peace. And peace. Alright. Well, I gotta say, I unmute everybody. I want to appreciate you guys for coming through. I know there wasn't a lot of advertisement on this. I was more focused on Wednesday's show. Caliber poetry I heard tonight makes up for this. Hey man, you get yourself healthy. Um, hey. I'm working on getting healthy. I'm not unable to talk for long periods of time without coughing and peeing. So I try to be as quiet as possible. <laughs> I hope you get to feel better. Me too. Yeah, I, I, I hate being down, but um, I enjoyed the poetry. I wanted to sit so bad, but <clears throat> I'm unable to do it. Really the same way I haven't spent all week because of it. And uh, I had two kids to go to the hospital. I had one kid out all week. So thousands, you know how thousands around. I solved everything times in the last four days, and I still caught it. 
I'm going to set us off with a tune. I'll, um, thank you for coming by, dude. That was, uh, that was a killer piece. How about we go with Pepper by the Fellow Surfers?
song is not given enough credit. All right, well, good night. Thanks for joining us. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.